0: Beloved in Christ, Gateway Church, welcome to Lessons and Carols this year. It's a a little different. We are here in Alice house, Mm -hmm. and so here we find ourselves uh, able to move with what is, is offered to us. And so there's a lot of gratitude that's welling up in our heart for just the ability to do this. We want to give this as a gift to you to participate in this moment, to mark this season, to say that indeed the light has come and his name is Jesus. As, as we work our way through this, uh, there's going to be some scripture that we read, some words we've prepared and some songs that you'll No, I'm going to sing along. Allie's gracious is to let me do this, uh, and we invite you to do the same. If you're at home, you could dim the lights, turn a fire on if you have that. I don't know, get some eggnog or cocoa or something uh, and sing with us and reflect. Allow this story to shape your heart and your imagination as we settle in to the coming of our Lord Jesus in the most unexpected of ways. And so it's here, our joy, uh, to turn our hearts and minds afresh to the message uh, that the angels brought on Christmas, Uh, to, to go in heart and mind and spirit to Bethlehem, to see this thing which has come to pass, and with the shepherds and the wise men, adore with motherly affection the boy King Jesus. So let us receive this day the story that is ours in Christ Jesus from our rebellious reordering in the garden to God's glorious restoration in his beloved Son. May our carols of praise stir our hearts once more to love God and neighbor. And before we do, let us pray. Let's pray for God's peace to stir us, all of us, in this season of tumult to faith, hope, and love. Lord, you... Have always given bread for the coming day, and though I am poor, today I believe. Lord, you have always given strength for the coming day, and though I am weak, today I believe. Lord, you have always given peace for the coming day, and though anxious of heart, today I believe. Lord, you have always marked the road for the coming day, and though it may be hidden today, I believe. Lord, you've always lightened this darkness of mine, and though the night is here, today I believe. Lord, you've always spoken when the time is right, and though you are silent now, today I believe. Amen. <laughs> The story behind, ahead, and within us is one rooted in the tension of God defining good and humanity attempting to do the same. In so doing, we declare we are gods unto ourselves, yet we walk like ghosts along the groaning ground broken and longing. In Genesis 3 8 to 15, we hear this story. We see it play out, and it reads like this. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, "'Where are you?' He answered, "'I heard you in the garden, "'and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid.'" And he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? And the man said, well, the the woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree and I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, what is this you've done? And the woman said, well, the, the, the serpent deceived me and I ate. And so the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals you will crawl on your belly you will eat dust all the days of your life and I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and hers he will crush your head and you will strike his heel thanks be to God (laughs) See the generations, and in spite of humanity's increasing rebellion, the Creator God maintains His promise to Eve, a seed will indeed come forth. God preserves humanity and builds a special relationship with a man named Abram, calling him into a life of trust. Many years later, God comes through on his promise and life comes to the barren. In a twist, Abraham's trust is put to the test and on a mountain where death looks inevitable, God preserves life for his son and through him blesses all nations. We see this story come On to the scene in Genesis 22, verses 14 through 18. And so Abraham called the place the Lord will provide. And to this day it is said on the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this, We see this promise passed down from generation to generation. But still, rebellion lingers in the people, and they abandon God. And and yet this does not dissuade God. Uh, Rather, in love, in suffering love, God establishes this unexpected covenant with an unexpected partner. The youngest of brothers from the weakest of tribes in Israel is is exalted as king. And to this king, King David, God promises an heir who God will call son. We see the psalmist singing, reflecting, giving this psalm back to us in Psalm 89, 3 and 4, saying, you said I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David, my servant. I will establish your line forever and make your throne firm through all generations. Thanks be to God.
1: Oh come, oh come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel. That mourns in long here Until
0: a place where hope hopes for hope, where waiting gives way to wonder and the wandering heart comes to rest. This place is called peace or shalom, and often we wonder where this peace is gone. We wonder, will it come again? Will it be in that garden place, in cloud or fire, in a city Where and when? This question that lingers in our hearts is one that we've inherited. We hear it on the lips of the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 9. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. And those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. Those questions that lingered in that hope we see come to the fore in the gospel according to Matthew. Matthew chapter 1 and verse 18 we read, This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. How his mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her. Thanks be to God. Holy night, good news came to more than lowly shepherds or teenage parents. Good news broke out for all Israel, welling up for all the world. The Gospel of John tells us the story this way. In John 1, we hear this, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. That light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world and though... made his dwelling among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. See, this is the gospel. And this is the good news. The the gospel is this, that God, our Father, out of his great love for all of humanity, has come to reckon us, to to rescue us from the the great enemy of our soul, sin and Satan and death, to renew all things in and through the work of Jesus the Messiah on our behalf and to establish his kingdom through his people in the power of the Holy Spirit. This is for God's great glory and our profound joy. And so I invite you, if this is, if this story feels fresh or in the past season, you, you've like, I thought the gospel was a story about me getting into the heavens and leaving this place. No, the, the story of the gospel is God getting heaven into you through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so I would just invite you, church. But whether you are gathered with family or you are a- alone in a room or just listening in, I just invite you to, to make these words your own. If you're in a place where you're watching this, you can read along with me. But perhaps you just let these words wash afresh over your heart. So we acknowledge God as our creator and give him thanks. We acknowledge our sinfulness and thought, word and deed and our need of redemption that we cannot save ourselves. We trust Messiah, Christ, as our Savior and Redeemer who lived for us, died for our sin, and rose again. We see our true identity and loyalty as disciples of Jesus, and we submit to His Lordship. We choose to seek first the kingdom of God rather than the systems of the world. And we humble ourselves and seek to live lives of love, compassion, and to join God in his work of restoration. We hear the announcement of the gospel and receive it as good news with repentance, faith, and joy. Thanks be to God. would you receive this benediction? Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, community of eternal love who we call God, we honor you. May our hearts be gladdened afresh in remembrance of the birth of your beloved Son, Jesus the Christ. Grant your love to spread abroad in our hearts through the power of the Holy Spirit. So we, with sure confidence, may behold the face of our just judge who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. So church, may God's love, joy, and peace go with you and in you this day and carried forward into this Christmas season. So grace and peace. No.